Seishura, uh, the Music Explorers podcast. I'm Jimmy. I am Scoop Magoo, live and in the flesh. Yes, yeah, which is because we are. We went to Bone. We are. We we went to Bonus. We are Bone We are Bone. I mean, in, in a way. I mean, we've probably kept the lights on in that place more than <laughs> once, single handedly. Yeah, yeah. We've we've helped pay a few few weekly salaries or weekly yeah. paychecks. I, I mean, let's be uh, fair. If I had a job there, I would probably end up spending like a like. A significant portion of my patient. Yeah. Just I mean, it'd be so difficult. Employee to, discount. So, yeah, exactly. You know. uh, but we've got shit, and we, we're talking about it. We're talking about it. <laughs> that, that I feel like that's a explain this podcast badly. We got sh- we, we we have thoughts, and we're gonna talk about it. I mean, isn't that every podcast? <laughs> that's though? That's true. Like, yeah. Yeah. Because I, I mean, aside from that, it's just I don't know. I guess there are probably some ASMR podcasts out there. Oof. Which. Yeah. I mean. Each their own. Yeah, um, I'm just it, it just it, it like. Ugh. Isn't that what it's supposed to do though? Yeah, it is, but like I don't, I'm not a <laughs> I'm not one of the people who likes it. See, yeah. I I've never had it work for me, so it's it's more like I give myself ASMR. <laughs> like like, like the, there are certain things that like stupid things that I'll say that I'll immediately have like that shiver down my back, and be like, wow, I was a stupid asshole. <laughs> Like right now, uh, so like, why, why don't you go first? Because I, I, all right, are we? Am I going? Yeah, first? I was. So oh. gonna, you, you got a, yeah. A, so a, a book. I, I got a book because uh, I've been just looking for something to read as of late, and uh, I thought I'd find something at Blue Moose. I was very surprised. This is a book on Henry Cow. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I did not expect to find this. At Bull Moose. Is that new? It looks yeah. Like, oh, I was going to say, it looks really good condition. Yeah, yeah, it's brand new. Yeah, which it, it's a biography expensive. of the musical music collective Henry Cow. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, it apparently talks about, you know, just a bunch of shit related to Henry yeah. Cow. And I had, a, and I mean, it was like 20 bucks, but the thing is, it's like 30 on Amazon. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, you know, I'll, I'll take it. Yeah. You know, I was like, the, like this, this works. This works with me, man. Like, super psyched. About this, because I have been wanting to just read some nonfiction as of late. I, I've been trying to do like a, because you know back in the day, like or even back in the day last year, even I would read like three or four books at once. Yeah. And I just I hate doing that. Yeah. And so I'm just doing one at a time now. Sure. So I have this Jeff Vandermeer's Venice Underground, which I've read before, um, but after that I'm gonna read this. And uh, nice. Yeah. So I'm super psyched about this. It's called uh, The World Is a Problem. Hopefully it won't get too academic, um, but I am I am optimistic. So. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, that was of all places. I first heard of Henry Cow, um, the the music production company I worked at. Like the CEO, when people join, he he talks to them. He wants to know like what what music you like. So at the time, I was really into Ornette Coleman, John Zorn, stuff like that. I was like, hey, you should check out Henry Cow. I'm like, that sounds fucking weird, <laughs> but like I th- I'm pretty sure it was um what's he- the Heavy Vanguard. Or, no, like the what's what's the name of the their big album? It's like something to, uh, in praise of learning. Yeah, th- that was the one he, he recommended I listen to, and I was like, this is great. Yeah, um, I, you know, I actually so I, I think I've mentioned this before that I've been doing like this thing with my CD rack that I've been basically p- trying to pick one CD from every single box mm-hmm. in the rack and playing it mm-hmm. just so I can listen to some stuff I haven't listened to in a long time. Yeah, and so I picked out uh, Henry Cow's concerts, which is like mm-hmm. a two disc. Like first disc is like composition and then the second is improvisation yeah 
I actually like I remember hating it. Like I like there was one point I I I sometimes think about selling my Henry Cow CDs because I don't listen to them. Yeah. Because there are sometimes that they just make me cringe almost. Mm-hmm. But like listening to that, I'm like, man, I'm really glad I kept these. Like, yeah. Briefly, I mean, the reason I'm keeping this is because they were just expensive. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, I, I when are you gonna see a Henry Cow yeah like, CD in the flesh like just at like a bull moose? Exactly. So. I th- I don't know because I have one of their CDs. I forget which one it is. Um, Unrest, Legend. Um, I, I have I have Legend. Um, yeah. And I forget where I saw it, but I was surprised to see it. And yeah. I'll, you know, I'm not gonna. I won't. Legend is probably my favorite. But I, I, there's still, I think there's one, uh, there could be like two albums of theirs that I still don't have, but I, I'm kind of okay with, with not having it right now. So, uh, yeah, so I'm super psyched That's to awesome. start this. Uh, yeah, because yeah. when you said you got a book, I was curious to see what Yeah, what yeah, really I, I was looking through, they, they had some, I, I was thinking about getting, um, Mur, uh, you ever read Haruki Murakami before? He's, he's a fantastic writer. Um, he has like this one, this thing is like a thousand page or something like that, it's called 1Q84. I was thinking about that, but I'm like, no, no. Just, like, too too long. Too long yeah. for me right now. I feel you. Yeah. So, you got some... You, you only have two things. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it happens once in a while um, at Bullmoose where I just don't, for whatever reason, just did not not quite have looking for, not the right price, whatever. Um, it, it hasn't happened for a while, which is, is good. But uh, I'm really excited about the two I, uh, I got. So, I started in... Uh, vinyl, just because I hadn't looked through the clear. You know, I, I like to every two, three, four trips we do comb through the clearance vinyl because yeah. there's always at least something that's a really good value. And I, I think this is definitely one of them. This is the latest uh, Mournful Congregation album. Oh, why do it's, I feel like I've heard of them? They're uh, a pretty well known funeral doom, like death oh, doom okay. group. Yeah. And it was 50% off. So it used to be approaching 30 bucks. I got it for like about oh, 15. Oh, shit. So yeah. that, and it's That's... a double album, really nice uh, packaging. Uh, pretty selective with doom in general, but this was one of my favorite albums of 2018. Yeah, I figured it was a couple of years ago. Um, <laughs> you know, not to interrupt your, your whole spiel going on, but like, you, have you ever had that? Like, that, that like, because I, I feel like sometimes people get so obsessed with their lists that they end up forgetting what's on the list and what year it came out. Yeah. I, so, I yeah. Don't know what to say. No, I, and I remember um, I was thinking of buying this at the time, and it was just really, unsurprisingly, very expensive because it had just come out. So, a lot of times with that, I'll wait, and, you know, two years later, it's half off and in really good condition. Um, I think there's you know, maybe a few scuffs here and there, which is maybe why they discounted as much as they did. Um, is it it's brand new though? Or? Yeah, it's a, it's a new copy. I think maybe it's just because it oh, had, like blemished. Yeah, hadn't yeah. sold for a while. But I'm curious how they're gonna break it up because they there are two songs. One's three minutes. One's uh, about six minutes, and then the rest are fifteen minutes or longer. <laughs> so I'm curious how that's gonna so break up. How long that. is it all together? Because was it normally a double album? Um. Oh yeah. I mean, with Funeral Doom, usually it's you're always gonna find it on. Um, double album I'd say total just doing the math in my head it's probably at least an hour if not a hair over um, yeah so I mean so, it makes sense for vinyl to split it but yeah. I, I, I see that just being one CD but yeah but see like both all the sides are very uh, very well well taken up with the grooves uh, but this is this is great heavy um, kind of melodic epic stuff definitely um, if you like 
uh, Avokin or, or Lycus, uh, even you know, kind of a heavier version of, of Paradise Lost. I feel like that's kind of a good gateway in a funeral doom. For me, it was uh, Lycus, their 2013 album, The Name Escapes Me. What about, I, I remember when Woods of Ypres uh, put out there, I remember you being really big into that. Yeah, I liked, I liked that one a lot. Definitely, because Doom, I'm, I'm always hit or miss with, but I, I like this because there are some moments where it gets a little bit faster, kind of the Death Doom elements. Um, it just feels more grand. They kind of take it into interesting um, interesting directions that aren't just in um, kind of the very typical Doom formula. Mm. Like I think the only modern Doom band I've really loved, uh, I like some stuff from Chemis, uh, K-H-E-M-M-I-S. Uh, they've released some good stuff, but a lot of modern Doom stuff that people really like. Um, I think Paul Bear is a good example. I was just gonna like, say I, 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 I was wondering. Yeah, I, I, I like Paul Bear because I feel like I the, it's just, name, it yeah. feels obviously riffs are really important for doom metal, but I like when they create an atmosphere and they use the fact that it's these long riffs and mm. these big loud, um, you know, big loud songs. So really excited to see this. Excited for the price. Love the cover. Like I just think that's a really cool. Is is that the original cover? Uh, that like I'm that, pretty sure it's the original. That looks to me like like a like a vinyl only type of cover. Maybe. I, I thought it was the one they used most... Uh, they could have a different one for CD or, or for I, online. I, I just... Because, like... I don't know. Like, for some reason, just the geometry yeah. in it... Just it does sort of, definitely sort of, lend itself to... Which is one of the reasons I was ex- I decided to buy it on vinyl. Yeah. It's like, you know, four angry lobster claws, essentially. Oh, yeah. A little um, bit. <laughs> so... But, yeah, really, really excited about that. Um, I love good value and good music. <laughs> so... Nothing sexier than a good deal. And the next... For whatever reason, I don't have... I think this is the only album from this band I don't have. I think I have the rest of their stuff. Maybe when I go home, I'll find out I'm wrong. But uh, the two sing, oh, two songs that lead off this album were the two lead singles they released before it. And it really re-sparked my interest in this band. And it just popped into my head the other day. And I was like, man, I gotta buy this. It's uh, Moonshade Pool oh, by Radiohead. Just yeah. Not, like Burn the Witch and Daydreaming. I'm surprised you don't have that. I, I think it was an, another instance where I was waiting for the price to drop, and lo and behold, it was uh, it was a bit cheaper. Can I say it for a second? Yeah. Because uh, there's a couple of tracks. I, I love this album. Yeah. Um, but Burn the Witch, that that track was playing in my head randomly, and then Daydream. You know, I think that's, that's such a great one-two punch. Yeah. Uh, that was one of my favorite albums of uh, 2016. That was 2017. I think so. Yeah. Uh, um, True Love Waits is a great yeah. track. Like, just... Every single track in this thing is so good. It was great, yeah. Because yeah. It, it, and um, I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna have to take that off my shelf. And it it really again. did. Re, like, not that I ever went through a period where I just liked Radiohead, but I kind of they were sitting on my shelf for a while. When I first want to get into them, I happened to find a box set with everything up to. I think it was um, King of Limbs, right? Yeah, up to in Ram- in rainbows, I think, because I I have. Uh, standalone copies of In Rainbows and, and King, King of, of Limbs. Limbs but this had everything everything including a live album um, and I just bought it all at once because I wanted to get into them and it took me a little bit to really appreciate what they had to offer i.e. I, 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 skipping like the first two discs <laughs> yes I, I think I've since grown to enjoy Pablo Honey I think that it it's kind of a victim of the albums that came after we've talked yeah. about it before yeah. um, but it took a while for me to get into them um, just because I think the the level of hype 
Oh yeah, know, just just wanting to wanting to be different, wanting to be reactionary, like oh, like they're overrated. And, and I mean, I don't think I don't think it's unfair to say they're overrated. I think I, their I mean, their music is really good, it, and I enjoy it. But um, I think this is one of the better uh, late career gems uh, that at least yeah. a, at least in recent years. I just I feel like this is such a great. Um, it's it, it feels refreshed. It's like a, it's a little bit different. Uh, from what they've done before, mm-hmm. um, you know, definitely uh, the latter half of the album is a bit more mellow than I think that they... Yeah, um, but I, I think that's sort of... Because, pe- like, I remember Fantano being like, oh, yeah, this is, like, the saddest Radio Hell, like, Radiohead album, and I'm like, hmm, no. Like, it's it's not as sad as people make it out to be. Like, the, there are definitely some dreary moments. Like, Daydreaming yeah. is, a, is a pretty sad song. Yeah. But, like... I, I don't know that like True Love Waits I think is just a, like I think it had kind of has, like this happy tinge to it a little bit yeah maybe, maybe I'm speaking out my ass I don't know <laughs> but yeah I I just and I'm glad it popped in my head as we were, we were walking to the cash register I I just um I I try to cling onto that when a certain CD or album that I haven't bought and like a track pops in my head or like for some reason I'm just like thinking about it a lot I'm like let me. Remember that and buy it next time I go. Did, and did you ever watch the music video for Burn the Witch? It's 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 weird. I like it. It it's, is it's really really, really fun. Um, yeah. And that, that I think they released that purely out of nowhere. Yeah. Um. They're not too. I have to pause because there was a. Or I have to stop myself because I eventually I like to do another music pet peeves um, <laughs> episode and there's something that it, that reminded me of that I wanted to say for that. But, oh, I I, I kind of want to hear it now. I am so tired of bands announcing announcements. Oh, right, right. And, like, I like that Radiohead was like, hey, here's a new weird music. Like, I don't think that they, they did much teasing towards it. They really it. didn't. And Just that like, was kind of nice cause like, because with today's day and age, like, you don't need to announce the announcement. Like, once you release something, it's going to, like, you know, obviously it creates an additional news cycle, but it's kind of annoying. It's like, oh, yeah. okay, I guess it's... I'll forget about this and then be reminded of it when it actually happens. Like, I'm not... Do you think I'm going to mark my calendar? Like, on Wednesday, i got to pay attention for what this band's going to do. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I was glad to see it for, you know, relatively relatively cheap. And yeah. I'm happy with both Great albums. So. Yeah. That is awesome. I, uh... I'm kind of jealous of you because uh, I did not want to spend that much today. And, I mean, I... I initially, I was like, I just want to spend, like, 30 bucks. Yeah. I ended up spending, like, double that. Wow. Um, because I have no self-control, apparently. <laughs> and Bull Moose just always has some interesting stuff. So, uh, let's see what's... What is this? Oh, the, 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 this, this is my invitation. This is, or, no, my... Uh, save the date. Save the date for your wedding. What is this hard thing? Is this... It's a little magnet. It's oh, okay. Little... I, thought, I, thought it was, I was hoping it was candy. Um, <laughs> I mean, you can eat it if you want. Uh, I don't. Yeah, please I don't. don't. Yeah. All right. So, oh, I so I saw this... And I was like, I need to buy this because yeah. I always Craftworks Computer World. Oh no! Nice. Because uh, I love this album, uh, but I never see it at Bonus. Uh, and even if I do see it there, it's usually like one of those like new like fifteen dollar yeah. copies. I fucking love this album so much. Like, have you ever listened to this? Actually? Does that have Pocket Calculator yeah. on it? Yeah. That, My I, dad randomly plays that. All I the time. like Pocket yeah. Calculator. It's such a great song. Yeah. Just, Press the little keys and mix it to the melody. Because at first I was like, well, like my dad listens to Kraftwerk, and then when I heard how goofy the song, I'm like, oh yeah, that's oh, it's, it's that's, uh, like it's and that's pretty much the whole album. It's just so goofy, yeah. like and it's like so stupid in a way, but I love it. Like yeah, like 
people always talk about like how like Trans Europe Express is like Kraftwerk's best album. It it's not, and it's not it's not Computer World either. I mean, it's 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 Man Machine. Yeah. In in, in my humble opinion. Uh, What's the song that uh, Big Black did a? Uh, oh, that, that, that's the model. That, that yeah, that's off of the Man Machine. Because um, I remember, um, I forget if you played it for me or whatever. It came on and I was like, we. I think it was um, me you and Andrew were heading over to Keene and I had it on in the car. Yes, and, and you, it, it came on and I was like, isn't this a Big Black song? I was like, wait, that actually doesn't make yeah chronological <laughs> sense. And then I was like, oh okay, oh, that's actually a book of shit. Sometimes because they, um, I think it's. David Buckley has uh, there's a book on craft work, uh, sort of like cool. a biography, uh, which I don't know how he managed to get the information about that because I thought they were very very, very like, insular. Yeah. yeah, but uh, that'd be cool to read. At yeah. Some point. Um, let us see what else is in here because sometimes I forget what's in here. Um, oh, my chemical romance, the Black Parade. Uh, there it is. Yeah, I, I, fi- I fi- finally did it. Yeah. I, I was thinking about getting uh, Three Cheers or Sweet Revenge, too. That is some great songs on well, it, Helena is, like... I, I, I might like Helena more than any song on the Black That's Parade. That's a great song. Like, I'm Not Okay is a great one, too. Yeah, just... <laughs> God, I... Yeah. Um, but that... I, I mean, I, I think Black Parade is the best. Like, that that is the culmination of their, like, emo queen blueprint that they've always, you know... Emo to. Queen, yeah, I, I can see that. Like, like, yeah. the, or at least they they are self described huge Queen fan. I feel like that is like the pinnacle. That's like their uh, Bohemian Rhapsody moment. When I was a young boy, my father took me into, into the, the city, city to see a marching March band. band. <laughs> oh god, I, oh. I, I had this aw- like I had that that song on a couple of times this past week, and I just like I remember I'd be brushing my teeth, and I would just like take right out of my mouth, just be like, yeah, and son, when well, you grow up, <laughs> would you be? <laughs> my favorite moment is like, you know, at, at the beginning, there's like that, that pause, and it's like, boom, 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 like, down. You're dead. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, so, um, not sure how much I'm going to listen to, you know, Black Parade, to be totally honest, but like, I, you know, I feel like, you know, considering the price, it was cheap enough, and I'm like, fuck. You know why not? I, Once in a while, you want to listen to like yeah, yeah. I mean, it, to be fair, I mean, I've been, I don't know if you can see some of the stuff in here, but I, I had uh, this thirty seconds to Mars is this is Boron yesterday, yeah. which I I I love. I yeah. adore that album. Um, <laughs> let's see. And Jared Leto has had such a weird Jared Leto eclectic, eclectic career. Can we like, can we just talk about that for a second? Because like I, I actually that's something I think about too. Because like you know that album came out with like twenty ten. Or something like that. And, like, people love Jared Lego. Like, they were just, like, you know, had this thing for him. And then he just had to be the Joker. And then he just had to be the Joker. And it feels like everything he's ever done after that is just a... Yeah. It's really unfortunate. Because I, I know. Think, because he, the, the, the guy's talented. Yeah. Like, he, I mean, I will say, I don't... I don't think his rendition was that great. But also, I feel like Suicide Squad, they really... It was a bad movie, and they didn't utilize the Joker well. And then also, I think they gave him the impression, or at least he had the impression, he was the Joker going forward. And then they went in a different direction. Yeah. So I, he, I, I just, I kind of feel bad for him because, like, you know, like, I mean, I guess part of it is, like, he, he's he's kind of pretentious. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I don't want to be that that kind of that kind of person, you know, just smearing that on somebody, but... He kind of is. Uh, And like, I just, I remember like, if you look at the music video for uh, Closer to the Edge on YouTube, it is so cringy. Yeah. Because like, it's like inner, like interspliced with like things like 36 to Mars fans are saying. They're like, oh man, I wish there was peace on earth. Maybe. 
You know, just like in the like, <laughs> oh my god. Oh, I, I have to watch that now. You like, like it is not. I like that. That's a good song. It is nonstop cringe, and I mean, uh, I love that song. Yeah. Like, like my favorite Thirty Seconds Tomorrow song, without yeah. a doubt. Like, I, I, I would listen to that thing on repeat while I was trying to transfer schools. Like, this is way back in twenty eleven. It's almost a decade ago. Yeah. Just like I, it, like no other song brought me such hope. Like, yeah. and so I'm very thankful for it, but, like, there are some cringy moments, but, like, I think they're, like, such an example of, like, a band that's, like, kind of fake deep, almost. Yeah, like, H- hashtag deep. Yeah, it, <laughs> that, that's probably actually a better description for it, because it's not, like, like, I think they think that they're deep. Yeah. And I think, in a sense, they are, because, I, you know, deepness is more subjective than yeah, I think for you like sure. to think, because, you know, it, it, it's not like we're all on the same level yeah. of, of consciousness, kind of. Um, and what you find profound. Is yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. And so, you know, but 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 they're like, oh, yeah, you know, we include Christian lyrics, too, but we're, like, non-ideological. And, you know, like, <laughs> okay. it, it, like, or uh, <laughs> do, you, do you remember, I think we were talking about this last time we were hanging out, um, that they did a cover of Bjork's The Hunter. And, and did they? Yeah, but but instead of how Scandinavian of me, he chats how American of oh, me. Oh, yeah, and how that doesn't, and yeah. And I'm like, uh, Why? Like <laughs> that changes the meaning. Like that doesn't, it doesn't Did, work. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, it's just like it just seems arbitrary. Yeah. in a way, it, it it just seems it's like, like every, everyone knows you're doing a cover. It's, like it's, it, it's it's like the musical equivalent of like George Lucas, like you know, editing Star the the old Star Wars movies. Yeah, you know, it's just like why? Like it was just unnecessary. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, so moving on though, Sonny Rollins, Tenor Madness. Oh, nice. That's a great. Uh, yeah. Can I see the cover? Yeah. Yeah, that I'm pretty sure that's the only time he and John Coltrane collaborated. I'm pretty sure he's on the first yes. track. Yeah, he's on. Yeah, yep, he's on the first track. And that's a, uh, that's a great song. I actually did not know that, but because yeah. uh, it's been years since I've listened to I this, I could be wrong, but, but I'm pretty sure I looked it up, and that is the only time they appeared together. I mean, who knows if they recorded together? Who but knows? Still, yeah. Um, but yeah, I. So it's funny. They, uh, Bone Moose has a copy of this that's twenty one dollars. Uh, I know. Is it new? I'm assuming it has to be new. No. Right? It's used and it's twenty one dollars. Why is it? Like- I, I have no idea, but I found this one for significantly less. Wow! And I was like, yes, because it was either this or um, they have that Sonny Rollins album with like Night of the Village Vanguard mm-hmm. that I really like. Um, you know, I, I do like. I just love jazz, like, and I feel like I don't listen to enough jazz. And he's so. great because he, uh, you know, obviously Sonny Rollins is a saxophone legend, great, but I feel like he's not, or at least, I feel like he should be higher up in the list of yeah. Um, just because you know people often go to Coltrane, Miles Davis, um, Miles but, was a trumpet player. But, but the first you know. time I heard uh, saxophone Colossus, I was like, "Fuck! Like, why didn't I buy this sooner?" Yeah. After I bought like all the you know Giant Steps kind of blue, which are great albums. Yeah. But I was like, his playing on this is fantastic. Oh yeah, yeah. He's he's a great player. Yeah. Uh, if you ever get the chance, if you're ever like looking around to just listen to some random jazz album, Nuke's Time I think is is really good. There's like some awesome drumming on that. Um, yeah, Sunny Roll was fucking great. Yeah. I'm trying to think of, like, who else would be in, like, the top for, like, sax, because it's, it's, it's just, it's always Coltrane. Yeah. Like, Which um, is understandable, but also be nice, you know, I mean, San, I love Pharaoh Sanders. Pharaoh Sanders, yeah, Pharaoh Sanders. But I feel like really he, up there. Um, the problem with Sanders is he's really inconsistent, uh, yeah. especially later in his career, he just released, like, these really I, I, shoddy New I Age albums. I feel like a lot of, a lot of those jazz players are, like, for example, like like Herbie Hancock, yes, like, like he had yes. like a great run from like the beginning of his career to like, 
you know, like the late seventies. And then, like, once the 80s, yeah. it, it was, like, I don't know whether it was cocaine or something. I feel like that's just... something that Coltrane kind of has in his favor, is that he never... I don't think he really ever has one of those albums. I mean, that's partially because he died young. But I think... Uh... I don't know if it kind of... I mean, yeah, he released no, I... a lot of albums that were, like, safe or... Part of it was, like, everybody has, like, their favorite Coltrane album. And, like, so the first one I could think of, which, to be fair, I haven't really listened to, but uh, John Coltrane and Johnny Hartman together, mm-hmm. um, I don't remember people liking that one too much but i could be wrong but it's not like a like that i think he always stayed relatively like he didn't do any of the weird corny stuff that like davis did or hurry hancock did or yeah. Sarah sanders did and i think that's by virtue like he didn't live long enough to have that period so yeah I, you know i don't even know if he because i think with with hancock you know he he was working on some you know, like, he was really getting into electronic music. Yep. You know, thanks to, like, you know, because he, he actually, I think he hired, like, a, like a specific, like, sound engineer just to help work on his synth work mm-hmm. and stuff like that for, like, Headhunters. And so I feel like he just kind of followed in that direction. And then when, like, the 90s came around and, like, there was kind of, like, that jazz revival that went to Marcellus, was kind of in charge of, um, I, I feel like he kind of went back into something a little more mainstream and, like, and I, I think he won a Grammy for one of his albums yeah. then and, you know, it's just like this whole thing. And then, you know, Miles was, he had just total collapse, you know, yes. just for like almost a decade of just total reclusiveness. Yeah. And I think just after that, because I, I, I think it was almost like, I, I feel like at that time, like before that fall off, he was getting so close to the edge of just musicality that I felt like he might just have nowhere to go afterwards. Yeah, he just ran out of, of idea or like just ran out of motivation. No, it, like I, it, it's like, um, it, 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 it's almost like like Lovecraftian horror. I guess is is that like it, it it's almost like you you know too much. Like yeah. like like it's it's almost like he stumbled upon something that just almost broke him in yeah. a way, and he was just like, okay, fuck it for seven years, you yeah. know. Uh, then afterwards, it's just like, who knows? Yeah. But it, to be fair, there are some good albums from his later career, so don't don't shit on all of it. Yeah, I, I just, I meant, like, I... I oh, you know, I, I'm, like, I'm talking to, like, just people, because I think there are some people who are just like, eh, you know, forget it. Yeah. When it's, like, like, there's some stuff from that later career that it's bad. Yeah. Like, but, but there's some stuff that really, that is actually pretty interesting. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I just, I meant, like, perception of their careers. Like, I feel like Coltrane yeah. doesn't have an album that's, like, wow, that, like, people think sucks. Oh, actually, now that I think about it, uh, he has a couple albums that actually came out before Blue Train. That that, that nobody talk like just nobody talks about them yeah. anymore. So I, I don't know if it's necessarily that they're not great, but I think yeah. it's more just like who, like yeah, it, it's sort of like Davis before uh, Birth of the Cool. Yeah, like he has a couple albums before Birth of the Cool, but like nobody really talks about. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. That's kind of why I I think I've talked about before that it seems like every other Pharaoh Sanders album I bought like it was a, a, like a home run and then like a. Yeah, you know, you shit yourself in public, <laughs> like, like every other one. I was like, wow, this is awful. And I think then, part of it is like because like half of that stuff is like world music, right? Yeah, and, and also, um, I don't think he hit his stride before uh, Karma or Karma Black. Year. I forget which one came first. Yeah. Like some of his earlier albums, he was on another plane, but his his the rest of his quintet, which is like a normal jazz quintet, yeah. just didn't didn't work. Um, and then, and, yeah, like, and then there's, like, that sweet spot in his career where he really was doing all spiritual jazz stuff, and then he went, like, way too spiritual. Yeah, I I, so. I think it's, like, 
I think it's sometimes it's like having like that indigenous like folk influence that yeah. like just kind of muddies things up sometimes. And it's just it's super saccharine because he definitely went in that new age direction where like the production oh. was clean AF and just. Uh, I assume you said that Sufjan Stevens is coming out with the new age album. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't dive into it, but I saw it. <laughs> I saw it too, and I'm like, what? Like, like, everything since Karen Lowell has just been... He's, he's just like, I don't give a shit. I'm doing whatever the fuck I want, which I, I admire the hell out of that. So. Yeah, I mean, I think he's he's definitely gone more and more... Like, he used to release albums at a pretty regular clip, and then as his career's gone on, he's just like, I'm doing everything on my terms. If you don't like it, go fuck yourself. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I think a couple years ago, it was, like, just solo piano pieces. Yeah. And then, yeah, now it's just, like, a new age album with the stepdad. Yeah, but it's been it's been five years since uh, Carrie and Mole, so I think we're due for another, like, true blue Sufjan, Sufjan album, and I don't know if we'll, we'll see. I don't know if you'll get it, man. Yeah, I know. I mean, he's pretty young, though, so we'll, we'll see. We'll yeah, see. eventually but, he'll he'll come around. I mean, sometimes you wonder whether those like people are just totally burned out or not. Because I mean, just it could be. Think about the run that he's had of just yeah. just in terms of just sheer success. And I, I think you know because of the emotional nature of Carrie Mole, maybe it, it took a lot out of him. It was all about yeah. his mom dying, so yeah. that's that's a heavy thing. But right but then there. again, you know, uh, Phil Elverum is you know putting out albums still. Yeah. So every, every, everyone deals with things differently. It's true. So. It's true. Um, okay. Let's see what else we got. Yeah, was, that was quite an excursion. Sorry about that. Oh, I, I love those sort of things. Yeah. Uh, Rush, Counterparts. Nice. So, yeah, I, I was looking to see if they had any Rush left, even. Yeah. Because, you know, just that type everyone, of thing happens. Everyone cleaned it out. Yeah. yeah um, they had a lot of stuff, but, um, and they had a couple copies of Counterparts, but this is the cheapest one. It was like four bucks. So I'm like, yeah, yeah this is like the cheapest album that they had there that wasn't Test for Echo, which I just don't want to listen to yeah. uh, right now. Because uh, I keep hearing it's like just universally regarded as Rush's worst album. Yeah. Um, but I do want to give it a try at some point because I actually have friends who actually like it, so. Yeah. Um, but I heard this is like more of like a hard rock type of direction that they did, so I, I'm, I haven't listened to it. I'm excited to listen to it. Always love me some Rush. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Yes. That was one of the ones because, yeah, I, I bought, in the course of a week, I went from having no Rush albums to like <laughs> so many Rush albums. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah. Oh man, I, I actually I had um I had signals on in my car just the other day. I really like signals. Signals is really good. Yeah. But I, I don't think it's as, I don't think it's as good as people make it out to be. Yeah. I like, can see that. Like I I think it has like its issues. Like I don't know. I I, I I'm just kind of lukewarm on it. I lukewarm to positive. Yeah. Maybe it's just because like I I just I love moving pictures and not even like the big tracks off of that. I'm talking about like you know oh, Re- Re- Red Barchetta. Yeah. Like I love Red Barchetta. That's a great album. Yeah. Oh, God, it's so good. It's but, one of those albums that like is universe like. I don't think it's overrated, or I think people are like, well, this is really Rush's best. Album. I think moving pictures is. is I, I don't think I mean, Rush has like a best best album because i yeah. everybody kind of has their own favorite well I, I think because it has their the song everyone knows like yeah like lauren was like i don't know if i know any rush songs i was like what about tom story she's like oh yeah i know that song yeah you know, like everyone but i think it's it's warranted that album is just is oh such a great album oh yeah fantastic yeah uh Mersbau, uh it's called wildwood uh i don't know i just saw this it was like cheap so it's got a bear on the front. That's awesome. It is. It has got a cute little bear smiling on the front because apparently um, it says all profits from the sale of the CD will be donated to Wildwood, which is a uh, British Wildlife Foundation, I think. So it says down here. Yeah, what British Wildlife Park. 
Um, it's cool. Yeah, Thanks. so I don't really know what to expect from this, but the, there's four tracks on it. One of them is, one of them's, they're all called Como, no, Coma No Mori, but then Slash Moon Night Winter, and then the final one's guitar, and I'm like, we're just about playing guitar? Like, That'd be cool. I know, I, I, I kind of want to hear what that would be like, even though I'm pretty sure it's just going to be noise, uh, you know, but that's still fine with me, because I, I, I like... I like having like a collection of noise albums. I think they're interesting. Yeah. Even though they all sound very similar. <laughs> let, let, let's be fair. Just by their nature, yeah. Yeah, just by their nature. But I, I mean, I, I actually, um, I, I'll, I'll talk about that later because it's not really important. Uh, oh, more, what? more to do with my own music. Oh, well, we talk well, about that. So right. I, I act, so I made this, I made this patch the other day that is self-playing noise. It's generative noise music. Oh, that's cool. And so, but it's so randomized that. All you have to do is literally just turn it on, and it just goes. That's really cool. And everything about it gets ran, almost everything about it. So, like, every so often, like, because I have it, like, basically, like, set for, like, a clock divider mm -hmm. to send a pulse that will change random random things. Uh, so, like, the BPM could change. The clock division itself could change. Yeah. Uh, waveforms. Uh, I have FM synthesis kind of programmed into it. So like it, it's, it, this, there's a whole sequence programmed into it that even the sequence gates and it's just this whole thing. So I'm really psyched to work on a little more, but, nice. um, yeah, it took me eight hours, I think to wow. do, to put together. Cause I was, I, I was using Audulous, which you have to just kind of do everything like not necessarily by hand, but like you, you're kind of coding it yourself in a sense. Yeah. So oh, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, so this one, this next one, I did not expect to even see this. Uh, I just, I, we were just walking right now, and I'm like, yeah. like, oh, I wonder what's in Brian Eno. It's like Apollo, uh, the, I think it's, yeah, just Apollo soundtracks, I think. Uh, which I think these were originally for, like, a um, documentary about yeah. the Apollo landing. Uh, I remember listening to these years ago. Um, I remember they were good, but, you know, I was just like, I, I never see this. So I'm like... Why That's not? Awesome. Yeah, because this thing looks really cool. I don't know why this that is, is cool. I don't know oh, why I like this that. thing is here, but yeah. That's yeah, this little plastic sleeve, which doesn't have anything except for the barcode on it. Right, yeah, that's a little weird. There's yeah, no, like, it, it makes me feel like it's not even part, actually part of it. There's no overlay. It's made in Holland. Made that's in cool. Holland, you know? that That's where all the good CDs are made, uh, <laughs> if you didn't already know that. Yeah. Now, if I can only get this thing back in. <laughs> there we go. Ahem. <laughs> Oh, I think this is, this could be the last CD. Yes. Uh, yeah, Ben Frost, Aurora. That was another one where you were like, oh shit. That's yeah, oh yeah, I, I, I just saw it randomly because I think, I don't know, I, oh, I was looking at Frontline Assembly because I was like, because we were talking to EBM and I'm like, man, I could go for a good EBM album. Yeah. And like, there's just nothing in Frontline Assembly. And then I just look right next to it and it's just like Ben Frost, Aurora, which I'm like, fuck yes. Yeah. Just like, because like, I've wanted to buy this for a long time, but I've never just seen it around like yeah. this cheap. So, because I think I have um, By the Throat, which is a good album. Yeah. Uh, but I, this was the first Ben Frost album I listened to, and I really love this one probably the most. That might have been his, his popular peak. Like, I feel yeah. like that album was was received the most attention of any that I, I, I followed, at least. Yeah. But, I mean, that's... I, I bought that on vinyl a while ago. It's on, uh, tr I think, Transparent Yellow. Um yeah. It's a really, really good album. It's a great I album. I also have the the one that's half white, half blue. Yeah, that's that um, uh, the, the, center, the center, the center, the center and That's also yeah. also great. That also. I I think that that might be the best. That's really done. really good. Uh, but I probably have more nostalgia for this, and I and I couldn't find the other one, so <laughs> that's that. Um, I think that's yeah. 
that is everything. Nice. So, yeah, we, we're at a, a sweet 35 minutes. We're, we're going super, good. super small today. Uh, go, let, let's like Steve Martin, or there's a Steve Martin bit, this all gotta get small. You know, like, is there? Yeah, it, 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 <coughs> there is. I, I, I won't, I won't torture you with, with, with any more of it though. Um, so let's talk about albums of the week then. What do you have for an album of the week, Scoops? So we, um, I've had just like a stack of old gift cards that in the process of moving, they just kept, you know, the bottom of the, the drawer or whatever. And we had three, I had three Barnes and Noble gift card, but cumulatively were like, I think like $21 and change or something, <laughs> or something like that. Like maybe, I forget how much it was, but it was enough for like one record. And there's an artist that I was like, I feel like they would have this artist at, it's an artist Lauren and I both love. And I like keeping consistent with the format. So like if I have an artist stuff on CD, I try to like finish it out on CD. Yeah. Same with vinyl. And I was like, well, it was essentially free vinyl. Um, so... We went and they had it, and it is the self-titled uh, Fleet Foxes album. Oh, okay. Um, and this one, it was a double album, and the first, uh, first vinyl is the self-titled, and the second one is their early EP called Sun Sun Giant. Huh. So you get two releases, but they're not uh, like it's always annoying when you get a CD and it just has like everything on one disc. Yeah. There's no separation like this, you got to get both albums in uh, you know on two separate discs, yeah. which is kind of cool. Um, but yeah, they're. I'd say indie folk, but they definitely they definitely take on more kind of traditionalist tr- folk traditions. Yeah, but def- definitely has an indie like it indie definitely is indie as hell, man. But but to me, indie folk kind of it, it, it means a certain thing. It, it's very it's almost more on the poppy end of the spectrum, I guess. In terms of their presentation and whatnot, you could use this indie folk, but they definitely there's a lot of elements of. Of true blue folk and uh, you know bluegrass and I, stuff like that. I just remembered having to do a uh, playlist swap with Jonathan Adams back yeah. in the day, and uh, you have fleet, did he have crack up on there? He had, I think he had helplessness blues. Helplessness, yeah, th- that's that's one of my um, favorites of theirs. I, I I'm trying to remember <coughs> what what song, and I just I hated it so yeah. much. I know you have a complicated relationship with folk. To put he, it, put yeah, it. It, it's. I mean. I, I don't hate it, though. That's, yeah. that's the weird thing. It's like, um, where is it? Oh, yeah, I have it right here. Well, I don't know if this would count as, I think it's more bluegrass than folk, but Jillian Welch is uh, Hell Among the Yearlings. Okay. I was listening to that this week, uh, which I sent you a link to one of her songs, uh, and you never listened to it. And When? I, it was, like, earlier during the week. I can actually find it right here. Uh, was it a new... Uh, da, 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 da. Yeah, it was uh, on the 4th, so... Uh, it was it was the day that you sent me the eggs. The, uh, the, well, that makes up for it, right? Yeah, I mean, let, let's be fair, it does. It does, but the, the, that's a really good song. It's called Caleb Meyer. It's all about like this woman reciting this incident of her almost getting raped. Basically, it, it's a dark song. Yeah, but it is an amazing song. Um, yeah, just so I, I I don't hate it. You know, it's just like some some of it I found to be really corny. Um, you know, I just did not like that Fleet Foxes song. Yeah. Uh, even though, like, like, people love Fleet Foxes, though. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm a, Lauren has uh, a few songs that she, she loves that got me into them, and they've definitely progressed over their career. Don't they have a new um, album coming out this year? I, that'd be nice. I don't, I, I, they have taken pretty long gaps between albums. I, I just remember, like, see, because I always check out just, you know, like, new album, like, news. Yeah. And I remember something about, like, them 
thinking about teasing a new album or something like that. That would be great, because I, I loved Crack Up, their most recent one. That definitely was more forward-thinking than... Um, helplessness Blues. There are the helpless, Helplessness Blues, and their debut is definitely the most skeletal of... Like, Helpless Blues introduced additional instrumentation, the kind of varied song structures I'm, and whatnot. I'm going to have to look up what what song it was that I... <laughs> that I had to listen to because I, I just remember not liking it so much. <laughs> Which but, is, what? But yeah, I was, I was, I was excited too because like, I figured like, you know, they probably have it but who knows and they had it and we got it for free uh, and also with our receipt we got a, uh, a free cookie at Barnes & Noble next time we go to the cafe. So that was a nice little, nice little cherry on top. Well, ain't that nice. I know. I have no idea what the site because I, I think it was from Crack Up. I mean, if the timing's right because that that album came out, what, 2017? Uh, yeah, 2017. Yeah, so it's a few years ago. Yeah, let's... I, I know, I'm pretty sure it had something to do with snow. Um, some sort of snow song, I don't know. <laughs> oh, is it, um... Uh, I've been following the eyes. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's, uh, that's on their debut. It's called, I think, Winter Hymnal. Maybe. Or something that, like that, that, or... That, that sounds... Sounds right. Um, if you scroll, mm, yeah, White like, Winter Hymn. Yep. Yeah, yeah. That's I, one I, of the I, more famous songs. I guess that was it. Yeah, I I did not like yes. that. Yes. <laughs> Honestly, I'm I'm not surprised that yeah. you didn't like it. Uh, <laughs> just just so not for me. It was kind of funny because like you know right nowadays I I, I associate Jonathan with with just like balls to the wall death metal. Yeah, he is. He's a really eclectic. He has it, yeah. he has a huge taste in music, which yeah. I, I I adore. Which it's is just, amazing, and it, it's awesome that he loves death metal as much as he does. Because if you meet him, he's like one of the nicest. Oh, people he he is ever he is such a sweetheart. Entire life. Oh my god. Um, uh, it, re, re, was it you or him who wrote like this album slaps? That is all for for I think it was Death Door. Right? It was either Death Door. Oh, or it was Black, him. Yeah, yeah. Call, he wrote Call that for thing. um. Uh, oh, what one? Yeah, the new Starlax album. I think it was. Or, I think it was Spectral, Spectral Goat, something like that. Oh yes, uh, um, uh, uh something Spectre. Yeah, uh, Vengeful Spectre. Okay, yeah. Which, by the way, that's some great Chinese black metal. I I, I was reading that. I'm like, that looks. It's super really interesting. good. And they they integrate um Chinese instrumentation just the perfect amount. Like it, it's it's not, it's not like overblown and like way too, you know, gimmicky. But yeah, good album. Nice. And it yeah. slaps. It, it does indeed. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, Fleet Fox's Crack Up also slaps. Yeah. Or, or, wait, was it Crack Up? It was the, the self-titled. Self-titled. Yeah. Yeah, okay, so yeah, the debut that, yeah. The, that you bought. Okay. Yeah, so now I, I have all the... Yeah, well, I think they have another, like, out-of-press album that came before, but I have all the albums I want from the Mud Vinyl. Nice. So that's another discography you can check nice. out. So, uh, my album of the week, I actually already talked about it a little bit. Uh... 30 Seconds to Mars, This Is War. Big old angry tiger on the front. Big old angry tiger. Even though it's on some editions it's like a person. Yeah. And it's like, you know, still pretentious as all hell. Like, yeah. the whole the whole triangle on the back and how they, they each have their own little symbol, just like Led Zeppelin. Uh, <laughs> you know? Oh, I... I mean, we, we, we could do a whole... We could do a whole episode just roasting 30 Seconds to Mars, but I, I love this album so yeah. much. Like, it is just so, like, you know, say what you will about them, but you cannot deny that it, like, that Jared Leto is, like, a very good singer. Like, yeah. he can really, he, Absolutely. he does a great job. You know, uh, the instrumentation is really interesting for what it is. Um, 
the crowd chants that make up a lot of this album are, can be kind of cringy, especially when you know that they were recorded actual live at like a 36 to Mars concert. Oh, were they? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, but, but I think it's like he actually like tried to orchestrate them to do it, huh. which just makes me feel kind of gross. Because I, I don't know, it's, it's just it just seems like I don't know, like whenever people get too much like into like their fandom, and it just it there's sort of like this blindness about it. It yeah. it just like a lot of the Thirty Six Mars fans kind of give up that energy to me, and it makes me feel really uncomfortable. Uh, They've been really quiet for a long time though. Right? No, no, they they had an album out not too long, a couple of years ago. That really was, oh yeah, it got horrible reviews. It is like the worst album of the band's career by far. I, I or at least according to critics, uh, I have not listened to it. Oh, let me see, because I, uh, you don't want to taint your image of the band. No, it's because that's the thing. I, I actually had like their first three albums, um, and I, I honestly just like just like this is war. Like you know, after listening to like the other ones, especially the uh, bury me, whatever. The one with the kill. Yeah, the, the kill. Yeah. Myers, yeah. Very yeah. Um, like, I, I was just like, yeah, this is okay. Yeah. Like, it was, it was fine. Um, let's see though, because they, I think it was called America, if I remember right. This new one. Oh, that's a... yeah. It's called America. So, uh, I'm just. <laughs> I don't know if you can see the album what? cover. Yeah. So they, they they had a bunch of these different album covers that 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 that, that just show different things about America. So this is one of them that that has uh, sex moves, uh, sex positions on them. But then there's also um, there there are other there are other ones and I cannot packaging oh here we go um, yeah multiple album covers featuring an array of lists of words that reflect the themes of the album including the most prescribed drugs iconic American names the most valuable trademarks popular sex positions recognizable abbreviated agencies most dangerous sports highest paid YouTubers and hot topics so uh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Wow, and it's like and like like it, people hated this album when it came, or at least like rate your music, you, you know, like those type yeah. of like music nerd type of publication just railed against it, man. I mean that 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 doesn't sound promising. Yeah. Oh no, it, it the, doesn't. It, from the like, I mean, I I when I was really into the band, I um, I think it was before they so so they had an album that came out before that. Up again. They, <laughs> Google's probably like, what is like they, I'm, I'm probably screwing up Google's analytics. Something furious. Like, who's looking up thirty six to Mars anymore? Um, like, you know, you know they show Google phrases over time. Yeah. And like today, it's just a big spike. In <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, hey, someone Google them. <laughs> uh, it's called yeah, it's Love, Lust, Faith, and Dreams, which like, again, kind of kind of cringy name, but um. That's a cool. Co- I like that cover. Though. It's a cool cover. I mean, it, it was an interesting album. The only thing is, that, like, I think what beforehand, Thirty Six to Mars kind of did this weird thing where, like, each album that they had put out, they presented a different logo and a different sound, kind of with each. That's cool. Which you, yeah, and and then it felt like they just kind of threw it all out with this one. And they were just like, oh, like, like we like this is more so much that we're just gonna do that same sound over and yeah. over again. And, uh, yeah, that was kind of sad, but, you know, I, it, it's, I, I don't think I'd listen to all of it, but I remember, like, the, the lead single from it, yeah, Up in the Air, was, was really good, so, um, all I have to say, This Is War is really good, I love it, I think every song on it is great, um, some I like more than others, but, yeah, yeah, super good, so. Sweet. All right, 
that is it. We're at uh, we're at a sweet forty seven minutes, and uh, it keeps rising. So let's just cut it off now. Thanks for watching, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening, guys. And uh, if you're interested, uh, you know, if you want to hear more, just, you know, listen to us on uh, iTunes, Pod, Apple Podcasts, Android Podcasts, anywhere you can get a podcast, basically. Uh, we're on all of it. Uh, if you follow us on Anchor, too, you know, whatever works for you. And uh, definitely be sure to follow us on Twitter. And if you ever have any suggestions, topics you want us to talk about or questions, anything like that. Uh, be sure to email us. Yeah, uh, we're at, at Seishira Podcast on Twitter, and our email, I think, is Podcast at gmail.com. And, uh, yeah, as always, thanks for listening. Yeah, appreciate it a lot. Bye.